This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Ladies and gentlemen, this podcast is brought to you by BSO and ABF Creative and is scheduled for one fall. And on the mic, we have the one and only Robert Latow. I got enemies, got a lot of enemies, got a lot of people trying to drain me of my energy. They trying to take the wave from your boy. Messing with your boy, better pray for your boy. Robert Latow, keep that same energy podcast. Let's get to the opening bell. The Patriots got rid of Cam Newton. It's not a big surprise. You spend uh, a certain amount of draft capital on a first-round draft pick. You know, Cam looked, you know, solid but unspectacular. He hasn't really been the same since his uh, shoulder injury. Uh, what, What I believe with Cam is, you know, all those years of the Panthers running him like a running back, you know, that catches up with you. So... It caught up with Steve McNair. It caught up with a lot of quarterbacks that use their bodies. They're big body quarterbacks. So they can take the punishment. But just like a running back, that's why running backs don't last very long um, in the NFL. You keep getting hit by these big linebackers, these ends, these safeties. You know, it's going to mess with the parts of your body that are used uh, to throw the football, you know, your legs, your shoulders, your arms, your elbows, your knees, things, you know, like that. I mean, Cam had a good run. I mean, it's, you know, most quarterbacks uh, in the NFL, you know, you, you look at 10, 12 years and then and, and they start to look to to move on to the next thing. I mean, a lot of times, you know, you only get four or five years before you end up becoming a, a, a journeyman. Like, you know, I, f- I figure someone like Mitchell Trubisky is going to end up being like a journeyman uh, for the rest of, you know, his career. Maybe he gets another shot down the road, you know, like uh, say a Jameis, um, who looks like he's going to get another shot with the Saints. Um, or you end up like, you know, maybe a Marcus Mariota. Like a lot of times you get four or five years and either you get the big contract, you become the Patrick Mahomes, the the Josh Allens of the, of the world, or you it ends up the, the other way. But Cam had a, a good career. Uh, he made a lot of money. He's famous. I, I don't think he's going to have any problems uh, continuing to generate uh, revenue. But, you know, that's what ends up happening after a certain, you know, period of time. I'm not mad at it. You know what bothers me, though? It's just how giddy the media gets for, for white quarterbacks. I mean, they get real giddy for them. Now, it makes sense, and I'll tell you why. I'll tell you exactly why media is so giddy for white quarterbacks, right? Because a lot of the media are white men who weren't popular in high school. So who did they look up to? The high school quarterback. When they was in college, who did they look up to? The college quarterback. So when they look at a Matt Jones or a Trevor Lawrence, 
You know, it's like they're looking at their boyfriend. They're, they're looking at their little little man crush in their eyes. So they're biased, you know, towards them. You know, that doesn't mean like, look, I want everybody to succeed. Black, white, Asian, whoever, you know, who gets drafted, I want them to succeed. But it, it's just funny to me, you know, Trevor Lawrence to go out there against, you know, the, the, the third stringers and, and look good. And, you know, my God, they was, they was hyping it up. <laughs> my God, they was hyping it up. But if you notice when a black quarterback looks good, it's always something. Oh, he said, you know, he said that the game was too slow for him or he was inaccurate on this. See, it's just, it's inherent bias. That's what it's called, inherent bias. It's, it's bias that maybe you don't even know that you have, right, but you do. Like, everybody has that type of bias. Now, granted, you know, if you work in sports media, you, should, you shouldn't have that. Like, for instance, like, if you walk into a club, Right, and you saw five black guys and five black girls on one side, and five white guys and five white girls on the other side. You just gonna you know, inherent bias would just assume that the black people can dance better at the club. They have a little more rhythm. Now, that may not be true. It could be like you know the the white girls could be like uh you know like uh Jessica Alba or you know from Honey or something, <laughs> but it just ain't inherent bias. But yeah, the, the white media, like I said, they have crushes. You know, they, they're in love with like a Tom Brady. They want to hang out with a Peyton Manning. They don't really relate to a Cam Newton, to a Lamar Jackson, to a Justin Fields. Remember Justin Fields was doing his little uh, fraternity tongue thing and the guy thought he was Gene Simmons. <laughs> he was paying tribute to Gene Simmons. That's what I mean. Like there's a disconnect. Um from that you know i'm not lying to you i'm telling you the truth like i said it's i'm not saying some it's bad because i think they know what they're doing because they're like maga for real others i just think they don't know it's just one of those things is ingrained in them and like i don't think the guy that was like oh he's 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 uh he's, he's showing tribute to gene simmons and kiss i don't think he he, I mean, he don't know anything about black fraternities i don't think he he knew he meant any harm you know, Ford, it just shows you that he doesn't know. There's like maybe some black people don't know who Kiss is. They're not a bad rock band, you know, by the way. And so Campbell land on his feet either, you know, he'll retire and end up working for one of the networks or he'll find a, another, uh, you know, job or, or something like that, you know, where he'll back up. I'm hearing that, I'm hearing that, you know, the Cowboys or some other team, you know, by the time this goes out, who knows who he, he may have signed with. So, so don't, like he said, don't feel sorry for him, but let's just try to, you know, report on all the quarterbacks, rookies, young quarterbacks, black, white, old, young, whatever. Let's try to report on them equally, if possible. And it is possible. You can do it if you want to. ESPN is supposedly the worldwide leader in sports. So the question begs, how did they get duped by a fake high school Bishop Sycamore that doesn't even have a location that was living in a parking lot whose coach is on the run from the law for bouncing checks, being a scammer, putting out hits on homeless men, and using the Madden playbook to call plays? Which, to be honest, I think that's probably some NFL coaches that are doing that as well. How, how did this happen? 
uh, a team where a lot of the players are from Grand Theft Auto's Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Straight off the straight out of the the, the pen. You know, 20, 21 year old high school seniors. Allegedly. How does this happen? Well, I got one word for you. Outsourcing. If you worked in the uh, call center world like I did for many, many, many sad years. You know what that means. Outsourcing. What does outsourcing mean? Basically, that's when you have a job, but you don't want to do it. So you get somebody else to do it. So ESPN wanted to care about, you know, high school football and high school athletics. But, you know, they didn't want to put the time in to hire their own people to, to do the, the legwork. So they hired an outside company. Gave them a check and had them, you know, put together the matchups. But outside company, like a lot of outsourcing, they're not really checking every box. They're not crossing all the T's, dotting all the I's. And then I look, IMG has been facing these guys for two, three years. Let's put them on national television. They had one kid who looked about 95 pounds. And he's a defensive end. And he was going up against an Alabama recruit who's about 300. Even the ESPN announcers are like, man, this is trash. You guys don't pay me enough for this. Interestingly enough, ESPN is, is not getting the the enough of the shame, I would say. You know, the, the coach is getting it. The school is getting it. Hell, they, they're, they're photoshopping Cam Newton on, on the jerseys. But for ESPN, the biggest sports network in the world, to actually put on a nationally televised football game with a team that doesn't exist. This is the team that Manti Teo's girlfriend is the cheerleader from. This team does not exist. Seems like there should be some more repercussions. Don't you think so? I mean, I don't know. Maybe behind the scenes, heads are rolling. Maybe. Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe behind the scenes, heads are rolling. But this should not happen. But am I surprised? Of course not. 2021. Drake <laughs> dropped a certified lover boy uh, competing against Kanye and Danda. You know, it's, uh, it's a different time. It's a different time. You know, like I said, you know, when you know when you become an OG, triple OG, you got to recognize there's a different time. And it, it's really, even though it's a different time, it, it's not that dissimilar from, you know, when I was a teenager, young adult, and music, big music used to drop. The, the difference is, here, here's the main difference, right, is that when I was in my 20s, uh, late teens, early teens, etc., etc. When the music dropped, two things had to happen. First, you had to physically go get it. 
You know what I mean? Like there was no streaming, there was no Apple Music, Spotify. Uh, um, there may have been some YouTube back then. I can't even remember. But you had to physically go get the CD. I know you kids probably have no idea what those are. Or the cassette tape if you go back even further. I know you don't know what that is. Uh, that's 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 about as far as I go back. Cassette tapes. I, I don't go back to like records, like albums and, and eight tracks. My, my grandma has made tracks. And you have to physically go get the music. That was the first thing. Secondly... Um, how you consume the music, you know, your options, um, you know, there was no iPhone, <laughs> there was no smartphone, uh, you, no laptop, you couldn't, I see people uh, listening to the music now on their, their TVs, I could do that too, I gotta, I gotta start trying to figure that one out, I think I got Apple Music on my, on my Roku, I just don't know how to use it, see, that's how I really start getting old, you start not keeping up with the technology, um, you had to physically listen to it like in a tape deck, <laughs> a CD player, in your car or, or at home. And then the last thing, which once again is not that dissimilar, it's just done a different way, is that we would still have arguments about the records. The thing was the arguments were on a lot smaller scale because you had to argue with people in person. <laughs> That's the difference. Like today, and I'll give you an example. I think I've told this story before. Uh, you know, if a, if a diss track comes out or, or a, a, pro, a project comes out, everybody's talking about it on social media. If, if Trey Young says, you know, Drake is better than Jay-Z, you know, the engagement on that, that tweet is probably close to a million in some form or fashion. Like in the engagement, that's a lot uh, of engagement. I mean, just my Twitter page, just for like last month for August, had like 60 million engagements of various, you know, things and stories or whatever I was talking about. I mean, that's a lot of six degrees of separation, you know, Kevin Bacon, you know, style. Before, you know, the engagement was a lot shorter, smaller. But it's still the same thing. So uh, the, the example I always use is when Tupac came out with Hit Him Up. It was B-side. Uh, you probably don't even know what that is, right? A lot of you don't know what a B-side is. Back in the day, uh, when they would come out with singles, uh, the single, you could buy the single itself individually, you know, and not like the album. So the album may be, say, eleven ninety nine or twelve ninety nine or whatever, right? Well, you could buy like a single and for like three ninety nine, and the single would give you like the regular version, the remix version, uh, the uh, the instrumentals, and then maybe a song that doesn't appear on the, the album. Uh, that was always good for us young rappers because we could use the instrumentals uh, to rap over, and therefore, that's where mixtapes actually, you know, started from, is that people would buy these singles and get the instrumentals, um, and then they would rap over them, make their own tapes, and that's how mixtapes was born. It's totally different than what you consider a mixtape uh, today, uh, but that's a whole other story for another day. Anyway, so the Hit em Up was on the B-side, I believe, of uh, uh, How Do You Want It? 
you know, with Jodeci and Tupac. Uh, but whatever the case, you know, everybody knew it was, a, it was a diss track. And you knew he was dissing Biggie, but, you know, you didn't really, you know, to hear it, you had to go buy it. And so when it came out, i never forget, me and my boy, Les Lethal, went to the record store. You know, they used to, those used to be very prominent uh, back in the day. Uh, they used to be part of, like, the actual regular rotation of things that young people used to do. <laughs> Like, you know, malls and record stores. Like, that was a that was a big... That was part of the socialization. You, you actually met people, girls, or whatever, in the record store. Went to the record store, got it, listened to it in his, in his old dad's car. I forget what it was. It was just very big and very loud. And I remember saying, oh, man, I don't want this. This is something. And I remember we were getting ready to go to the mall, but we had to stop and get gas. Also, gas used to be like a dollar. <laughs> a gallon back then went to stop and get gas and while uh, Les went inside to, to pay for the gas you know we just was playing it over and over again and then somebody came up to us like that's that new Tupac he dissing Biggie yeah 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 another person came up that's that new Tupac that new Tupac he dissing Biggie yeah 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 play it again play it again play it again next you know we're at this um, mobile uh, station on uh, what was that? If you're from St. Louis, you would know. I think it was on uh, Del Mar and Kings Highway. <laughs> if you're from St. Louis, you know what I'm talking about. Del Mar and Kings Highway. Next thing you know, it's about 30 cars just in this in this gas station. Not getting gas, just listening to Tupac over and over again. Hit them up. That's why I have to, you know, such and such, you know, and hit them up. You know, my four-four make sure all y'all kids don't grow. I mean, like, listening over maybe 10, 20 times. And just the crowd kept getting bigger and bigger. And everybody's talking about it. All the biggies going to do what Pac. Can't believe Pac came. Man, it was just, it was what I like to call organic. Uh, which is kind of the same as how social media is. It just, I guess, not as fun. <laughs> I mean, I just got to be honest. It's just, it's just not as fun. I mean, having actual people not being stuck behind a computer or your phone or you know you're looking at people with no pictures in the avi and all of this stuff it just was it was organic i mean like i said the concept is the same bunch of people talking uh, arguing uh, going back and forth on if it's you know hot or not if it's the best diss track they ever heard etc it's the same concept it's just you know individual person to person which is something that you know we miss uh these days but you know i'm, I'm still a you know, I'm not a hater, you know, so I, even though I like my 90s and 2000s music, you know, I like Drake, I, Drake, <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I'm not really on whatever Kanye's on, I'm not, I'm not on that anymore, but if you like it, like, hey, I, you know, like I said, people don't really get canceled, especially MAGA people, they don't really get canceled, so if you like it, that's fine, but I haven't listened to the full Drake, I did listen to the Way Too Sexy uh, song, because it had Kawhi Littered in the music video, which I thought was pretty, pretty cool. And, you know, don't forget, this is only entertainment. That's what we're here for. We're here to be entertained. So don't take it, you know, too seriously. You know, the Aisha Curry line got, you know, <laughs> got IG model, Twitter in a, in a frenzy. You know, yeah, I don't necessarily know if that's, you know, accurate. I mean, I surely wouldn't want my wife going on national television saying she needs attention from other men. But, you know. Talk about that uh, a, a little later. 
What in the blue hell? You might have heard the story about uh, IG model uh, stripper uh, Mercedes Moore uh, was uh, strangled to death by a white man and then he killed himself by stabbing himself to death and putting blood on the on the walls and stuff like that. I just, you know, once again, I feel very sorry for her, her family. Nobody deserves to, to die like that. I've watched enough of the forensic files and Deadline and all of the other stuff that's on Netflix to know that, sadly, this is a, a, a common occurrence, not just within, you know, the IG model world, but just women in general, uh, especially the dancers and things of that nature where these guys are stalkers and they get obsessed or just random stuff where you're in an apartment and, and there's a crazy guy out there. So, you know, I say that and, and I talk about this also with the rappers. When you're on social media, you have to be real careful as far as, you know, putting out your location and, and, and people see that and say, well, I never, never put my address or my street. Look, these people are like the crazy people are like some detectives. Like they're like Sherlock Holmes. Like they can look at a like some shrubbery and be like, I know that's in this particular neighborhood and, and be out there stalking the neighborhood. Um, that happened to the the one rapper. Uh, I forget which one it was. Uh, but he was out in, in LA and, and and was taking Instagram pictures at the at the house and they could see the address and he was showing all this money and they showed up. And end up killing them. Like you have to be very, very, very careful about what you show on the internet. Long time ago, back when the the social media was just in its uh, uh, infancy, and when I would go places, I would tell everybody, "Hey, this is where I was at. This is where I'm gonna be. Come by and say hi." And I remember I went to Philadelphia. The reason that I remember this so clearly is because this was the time that I decided that I'd never get in a small plane again. I traveled from St. Louis to Philadelphia, and, like, I thought it was supposed to be American Airlines, but it was, like, American Connection. Like, I didn't make the travel plans, and that plane only had, like, 30 seats in it, and it was, like, a thunderstorm, and it, it was really bad. But I remember when I got there, I was so frazzled, I was like, I need to, like, have a, you know, a drink at the hotel, and I was like, man, I, this is a terrible flight. And I was just tweeting about it. I'm at, you know, at such and such hotel having a drink in the lobby. And then somebody showed up. <laughs> they, they showed up at, at the hotel. Somebody that I didn't, you know, know. Um, and, you know, nothing like bad happened or anything. But it was a little, little it was a little scary, let's just say, because of the way some, the person was kind of communicating with me and, the fact that they just kind of randomly went out at like, you know, midnight, 1 a.m. to this hotel lobby to find me. Like, it just, it, it, it kind of, it, it was a little, little scary. So, you know, after that, like, uh, I, I would, if I, I would tell people where I was at, it was like after. I was already gone, <laughs> you know. Or it was, you know, it's one thing if it's a big public event. Like, you know, if you're at the Super Bowl, you're like, well, I'm at the Super Bowl, right? But like with some of the more, you know, oh, I'm at lunch here. I'm at this particular hotel that nope, 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 never again. Because people are crazy. And I really realize that they take this social media and the things that you say on social media very, 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 very seriously. So um, you really got to watch out, you know, for yourself. So, you know, RIP to her, 
you know, young ladies, you know, I know you're making your money through social media and the TikToks and, and all of that stuff. Just, just, you know, but obviously, uh, there's a lot of people that are meant, the mental health is not there and social media is, is putting these things out there. Like, you know, everybody is like friends and we're all, you know, a fan and it's not, that's not it. So be very, very, very careful with the stuff that you put out there. That was this ugly girl on Twitter. She went viral because she was asking a guy for a hundred bucks. And, you know, since the first of the month, my man had bills, his rent's due, car note, et cetera, et cetera. He said he didn't have it. And she was upset uh, because he gets paid bi-weekly like most people in America. And he wouldn't give her the the five the, the hundred dollars, and she said she got in words that would give her five hundred dollars, no questions asked, which of course begs the question, and you know, because sometimes math is hard for birds. You know, if you if I have somebody that's willing to give me five hundred dollars, no questions asked, why am I asking somebody for a hundred dollars uh, that I know you know has bills? <laughs> but like I said, math is hard. Uh, for birds and you know the fact that she is unemployed herself and was crying that she didn't get a stimulus uh, payment and check and and uh, she also went viral for having Ajax uh, in her shower and potentially cleaning herself with uh, cleaning supplies it, it just you know and then there was another situation where there's a guy and he got scammed by uh, an Instagram investor out of 20k you know the guy was like give me the money I give 25% return but you know he was paying them with like cash apps and, <laughs> and Apple Pay you know that's not normally how investments uh, work and I speak on this to say that a couple of things first off I'm getting old that's the first thing is because you know when you get old and I'm not saying, oh, like, you know, like, I can't walk or anything. But it's just like, you just see some things and you like, you just, you're, you're glad that you're, you know, you're, you're married and you have a family and, you know, stuff's normal. Like, it's very, you know, it's hard for me to, to see a 25-year-old version of myself in this dating world. Um... Because it's really bad. It's 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 you know, this thing about you know where, I don't I don't know if it's the rappers, I don't know if it's the TikToks. I don't know exactly what it is that everybody feels so entitled. You know, you don't have a hundred dollars. I don't want to. You're broke, boy. Even though I have no job, you know. I think it may be Instagram. I don't know. It's just people just not smart. Like, you know, anybody in the world will tell you if somebody's promising you a 25% investment on your return it's probably a scam even high level stuff like you know even when they had gotten to the the pyramid schemes and stuff like that the Bernie Madoffs and all of those type of guys when when, when they're promising you stuff like that you know it's probably a scam Instagram or not you know you know, so it's just it's just really, 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 really dumb. 
And a lot of times, like I said, these are not even attractive people. I can see maybe getting scammed by, uh, you know, somebody good looking. <laughs> these people aren't even good looking. My God. Imagine giving an ugly girl $100. And then, you know, they'd be lying, too. It's like, come on, you're not. Nobody's giving you $500. Now, let's, just, let's just be honest. You're not getting five. You're not. You're not getting five hundred dollars. Let's let's just be honest. Nobody's giving you five hundred dollars just you know with no questions asked. They're gonna be asking some questions. Questions will be asked. <laughs> there will be some questions asked. It's just sad. Don't don't just don't get your don't get your advice from social media from Twitter. Let's don't do that. It's, it's not a, a smart thing to do. It really isn't. It's not a smart thing to do. Just use your common senses and think about the stuff that you do before you actually do it. And say, and add, just ask yourself, does this make sense? Does it make common sense? The Injustice League. You know how sometimes in sports, the highest paid player in the league is not by any stretch of the imagination the best player like Jimmy G makes 25 million dollars a year and I think most people would say he's on the lower tier of quarterbacks he's not better than you know Baker Mayfield or Lamar Jackson or others who make a lot less than him he's probably not better than the rookie on his own team but he, he makes the most money right and in society, a lot of times when you make a lot of money, uh, people think that you're the best because you make all the money. And that's kind of what the United States of America is like. It's like we make a lot of money, right? Or we perceive to make a lot of money. We have a lot of influence, perceived influence, right? So a lot of people a brainwash to think that we're the best, right? We're the best, you know, the country, the leader of the free world is what they like to say. But if you dig a little deeper, <laughs> you will come to the realization that we're not that great. We're not that much different than the other countries that we're always making fun of and, and, and talking down, you know, to. And I was thinking about this again after I saw that the state of Texas passed 666 new laws. And it's the number, yes, it's, it's funny. Mephisto. Uh, and basically all the laws were meant to suppress votes. They're bad for poor people. They're bad for women. It's basically to keep white men in power. And I was thinking about this in the sense that we are touted as a democracy. You know, freedom is a, a big thing with the United States. It's all about freedom. Even though our country was built by slaves. <laughs> but freedom is a big thing. Even though, you know, as, as late as, you know, 1960... You know, so you're talking about 60 years, not a long time. We still had, you know, segregation. 
But we talk a lot about freedom and democracy and the American way. But the American way is no different than a lot of dictatorships, if you really think about it. If you really, really dig down and think about it. You know, we manipulate elections. We manipulate who's in government. We aren't good to our poor people. The rich elite like to stay rich by any means necessary. We have tons of debt, tons of homelessness, tons of unemployment. But ironically, though, if something happens, all of a sudden we can give everybody a thousand dollar check like it ain't nothing. It's funny how that that happens. Money's there. It's always been there. Just choose to keep people poor. Y'all, you know, all but you think about what dictatorships is so violent. Who has the most domestic terrorism? The United States. Who has the most, you know, murders? You know, of a a, a quote unquote free world or free country. The United States. Most domestic violence, most suicides. The United States. Who has, you know, most gun violence? The United States. Well, we're not, we're not like, you know, we're not savages and, and terrorists like the Taliban. Well, who, who marched on the Capitol? It was Americans that marched on their own Capitol. That drove their own politicians out of it. Sounds a lot like the Taliban to me. We blow up. Think, think about if you live in some other country and the United States drops a bomb on that country and, and kills a, a church or a school or a hospital, even by accident or not. What are you going to think? What, what would you honestly think? Hey, man, these people aren't good people. If someone bombs the America... And civilians are caught up in it, even though the target may have been something else. Like, man, it's, these are horrible people. It's terrorists. America do it all the time. <laughs> we do it all the time. But we're so blinded by this, this idea of what America is, it's, it's not a good reality. It's not a good reality. People get so many murders. So much violent crime. This is a free society, allegedly. This is a democracy, allegedly. But we have the most violence. We're the most violent people. We're the angriest people. The stuff that happens in our government, you know, the same thing that happens in, like, Russia. It's not that much different. It really isn't. If you And I'm not saying it like some sort of conspiracy theorist or... Got a Dr. Umar hat or anything. I'm just, as someone that's just sitting in this chair, you know, with a Spider-Man poster behind him. Just looking at it just rationally. We do the same shit that these other countries do. And in some instances, we're worse than the other countries. You're safer in Paris and France. You're safer in Europe. You're safer in Switzerland, the Netherlands. You're safer in these places. You're safer in Canada. 
You're safer more in Canada than you are in the United States. The freedom that they talk about has never really been a thing. Like I said, we United States is all about freedom built off slaves. So the, the premise from the beginning, it's like a movie that just had you know had a bad beginning and they trying to catch up and it just never quite gets it right. You blew it from the beginning. And it wasn't like they had slaves and then they realized, you know, this is not a real democracy and they start treating, you know, black people fairly like afterwards. <laughs> it's it's we're about two what two hundred plus years in and we still not being treated right to this day were to Deontay Wilder. Just think about it. It's true. If you just, just think about it. Don't, don't just think about what happens in your city In your city. Just think about what happens in your city and then compare it to some of the other stuff that's going on in the world. Yeah, that's what I thought. Keep the same energy. Just a couple of things before we get out of here. Uh, go see uh, Shang-Chi, legend of the Ten Rings. I checked it out at, uh, a couple of weeks ago, early screener. It's a good movie. You know, if you're into the MCU movies, they vary. At this point, they vary from, you know, like good to great. You know, they don't really strike out much anymore. They got a formula. And if you like the formula, you're going to be, you're going to be all right. Like there's always going to be a little, you know, when they get a little too heavy on the CGI. And, you know, maybe the comedy is not your cup of tea. But for the most part, they, they have the formula being with the Disney Plus series and the movies. It works. It works. So, you know, I kind of go in with an, an open mind. Like I said, I'm not I'm not looking for Oscar-worthy performances. I just, I just want to be entertained. It's a comic book movie. But I, th- I thought it did a good job. Like, like, it's refreshing because it's literally the first new character uh, that they've done in a very, very long time. I'm trying to think what was the last like new character that they introduced kind of like out of the blue that hadn't been in any any in any other uh MCU movies. I think it was Doctor Strange maybe. Like they hadn't hadn't had a movie in the past, hadn't been rebooted, hadn't been seen on the screen, you know, before. I think it was Doctor Strange. So I mean that's like five years ago. <laughs> And ever since then, all the movies have been kind of like interconnected and people jumping in and out, uh, you know, of movies. Even the Disney, you know, Plus series, all of those characters, uh, Wanda, Vision, the Falcon, Winter Soldier, Loki. I mean, they've been in multiple, you know, movies. Uh, so you've seen these people before, which is good because there's a familiarity uh, with it. Uh, but, you know, it, it does like, you know, you've seen this, been there, done that. Uh, or Shang, 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 it's not Shang, it's Shang, Shang Chi's, uh, new character, never been seen before, fresh take on the character, uh, fresh take on the, the Mandarin and the Ten Rings, and he's obviously going to be in, he's going to be one of those characters, just like when they started with Iron Man and, and Captain America and Thor, he, he's going to be one of the core new characters, one of the big 
new characters uh, going forward. Uh, and it, it's a good movie, more or less. And I actually talked to the, the screen writer uh, the other day. And, he, you know, it's like, that's a good movie. It's a fresh take, you know. And, and I think one of the most important things about the movie is that, obviously, it's, it's, for, it's an Asian, you know, movie. I mean, it has a lot of Asians in it. And representation is always great. Uh, but just like Black Panther, like, you can't just make a movie just for Asian people. You just can't make a movie just uh, for black people. For it to be successful, it has to resonate with everybody. And I always thought that was the good thing about, you know, Black Panther. It wasn't just, you know, black people. We like, yeah, everybody liked the movie. I mean, they liked Chadwick Boseman. They liked Killmonger. Uh, you know, they liked, you know, everybody. You know, Shuri. They enjoyed the characters were actually enjoyable and likable, and the plot, to the end at least, uh, was interesting. Like, it's not the best, you know, MCU movie, but it was fresh and it was new. So I think this has the same type of vibe to it, is that you like the characters, and even the, and they get the villain right, which is always important. So definitely check that out. Now, if you don't want to go to theaters uh, because of the Rona, understandable of course uh i do have another suggestion oh oh wait a minute i just got an email ah <laughs> ah man this is um i just got an email about the james james bond um press junkie but it's in new york i can't get to new york uh let's see it's october 2nd and 3rd it's september well, maybe I could get to New York. Mm. Uh, let's see, you get Solo, paired with LL. LL Cool J? Oh, no, Lashana Lynch. I'm just talking, guys. So I hope you don't mind. Uh, working on her sports interests. Would you interest you? I wonder what they pay for me to go out there. It's kind of a far. I could use this time that's a long way to go. They're doing virtual and in person, though. Oh, I could probably do the virtual then. Let me, i talk to Jeff, see if he will. Here's the thing, maybe if they, you know, they fly me out like an IG model. Maybe I can go out there. What's on my agenda? Let me look at the calendar. I'm sorry, we do these live. I mean, they like, literally nobody's like in the room with me, but... You know, what's the point of cutting it? Don't you guys want to just know what's going on? Um, no, I'm pretty good. That particular uh, week, if they pay, we're going to find out. So if you see me in New York, now you know why. Anyway, uh, what was I going to say? If uh, you don't want to go to the theaters, uh, movie I would suggest watching. And I really need, there's a lot of like, there's so, with so many streaming services, like, tons of movies that I'm like, hey, I'm going to watch, and then I end up not watching it. But every once in a while, I, I, I was like, I will watch that movie when it comes out, and I sit down and I actually watch it, and it's, it, it's either really bad or really good. In this case, this one's very good. It's Vacation Friends with uh, John Cena and Lil Rel Howery. Um, I don't know the name of the rest of the cast, but they got a lot of the, the black people in it from all like the hood movies. And some really the funny, some other funny white people and some other stuff in it. But if you need to stay at home, it's on Hulu. Now, if you don't have Hulu, 
Here's what you do. You get a free month trial for like $11.99 or $5.99. You get the free month. Sign up for the free month. Watch the movie. Watch whatever else is on Hulu that you want to watch. Cancel it after the month. Wait until something else you want to uh, watch on Hulu. Use a different email address. Sign up for the free trial again. You can do that multiple times um, and continue to get the free trial <laughs> monthly. Just You just got to keep having like email addresses. Most people have at least like what three, four emails, so you get like three, three, you know, three, four months if you got three, four emails. You know, I mean that's what I'm gonna do. I'm not, you know, I know it's five ninety nine, but still, I don't watch Hulu very often, so no need to continue to get that. Good movie though, very funny. Uh, lastly, uh, we talked about this last week. Uh, with the IG models being predators to the to the young kids, and we did a story. I think it's Cap. You know what the kids say? I think she's capping. Some people have told me she's capping, but uh, Anna Montana pretending that she's pregnant with Lamelo Ball's baby. Uh, yeah, we think it's Cap, but it may not be. We don't know, but we we think it's Cap. We we think it's Cap. We try to get some more information, uh, but I do assume uh, that it is. They are a capping. Um, you know, for this, but, uh, it just goes to show you that like it's, it's some people have told me that she's like an escort. Uh, a lot of IG models are escorts. A lot of these are arrangements. If you smell what the Rob is cooking, uh, you know, the massage therapist that Deshaun Watson was messing with. A lot of them were, you know, using the massages as a front, um, for escorting, the problem with Deshaun is he's so stupid. He actually was, he just assumed everybody that was on IG was an IG model escort masseuse. And they all wasn't like that. Uh, but that's just because he's a dummy. Uh, but, you know, just, you know, just want the, the, the kids to be safe out there. And that's just not the athletes. That's you too, fellas. That's you, just your regular guy that's, you know, working at the bank. Um, that's gotten, you know, DM'd. You're in the DMs. You just be careful out there. You be careful out there in the streets. Okay? You just be safe out there. All right? You've been warned. But, like, you know, I never stop somebody from doing something stupid when it comes to women. I appreciate you listening. Please follow me on Twitter at BSO. Facebook, Black Sports Online. Instagram and YouTube, B-S-O-T-V. Big shout out to ABF Creative for helping put this podcast together. I'm out.